0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Sorry to be such a jerk as we return back to the show but Rumi earlier in the program was talking about leaves when I made the mistake and said she was, you know, at the home studio, which is actually at main campus. But you were talking about leaves blowing into your home. Mm -hmm. And it just started me quivering, thinking of all the things such as uh, what we've learned from our veterinarian, uh, things that animals have to be careful of. We've talked about it when it comes to kids and jumping around in leaves and piles and Yeah, so I I I must say I've had the skin crawling, right? Yeah.
1: But in reality, stuff Um, lives
0: in the leaves. When I was a kid, and we worried about the the lice thing, right? The lice scare mainly from leaves. But nowadays, like you 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 know, you worry about ticks and things that I didn't have to worry about as much as a kid about a tick grabbing a pile of leaves in my hand and throwing them on kids and stuff like that. Now, oh my gosh.
1: It's it's definitely terrifying. I mean, uh, my dog loves leaves, right? So when we're walking around, there's giant piles of leaves everywhere. Half of me is like, oh, this is so cute. And the other half's like, but, you know, walk slowly.
0: Yeah, I don't want to comb <laughs> him later or be petting All him. Right. And uh, what bit me? Oh, what's a lo- stuck on me? Hello, Mr. Tick. Yeah, unfortunately, the the, the days of that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. and being carefree, we're, we're learning way too much. Sometimes, folks, hosting a talk show like this, you learn too much. It's sometimes never good. Mm speaking of never good let's but uh, no he's always good folks I'm, I'm kidding let's bring in brock richardson to talk sports as a former athlete i eat sleep and breathe everything sports
2: i'm brock richardson join me every monday for your weekly sports highlights and our take on the weekend action
0: i couldn't carry it through richardson i could not go with a segue like that about you
2: wouldn't it be funny well it wouldn't be funny but wouldn't it be Kind of sort of funny if I was terrible today after you're like, no, he's never terrible. And then today I was...
0: Not well, don't make me That's... look like a liar, please. Don't, <laughs> don't even as a joke say, I'll show you to say something stupid <laughs> like that. I'll pick the wagon. Sir, what's your leadoff item?
2: So I have two things. They're both kind of small. Uh, the first one is that uh, the Indianapolis Colts have fired their coach Frank Ritchie after a 3-5-1 and start. I... Uh, I don't know where I feel about this. When you look at coaches, you know, getting fired, I understand that sometimes it's a little bit of a shakeup. Obviously, the Indianapolis Colts have not looked good at all this year. Yes, the three wins they've had, they got wins, sure, but in the five games they've lost, they've looked really bad. I do understand that, but I'm kind of—is the coach always the fix? I don't know. So. Nope. That's uh, that, That's the first one. The second one is still NFL-related, and that is that the uh, media started saying that uh, some players and uh, higher-ups that are involved in different teams have suggested that they want to move the trade deadline from week 8 to about week 10 or 11. And I'm in support of this. I think that when you look at all leagues, there's about a quarter of the season left so when you look at this i think instead of doing it at the halfway point move it back a couple of weeks and everyone would be happy
0: certainly puts you in a position to kind of know where you stand regarding playoffs or playoff position or likelihood or not
2: yeah and like what would you do if you're you know uh you know 500 record like eight and eight you're kind of in that mix of i don't know where we are so i think They need to look at moving this back a little bit, and that would be better for everyone involved.
1: Brocky, let's talk about this. Something significant going on with the NHL and Mitchell Miller. Um, What's happening? Fill us in.
2: Okay, so let's go back to 2016. For those of you that may not know, Mitchell Miller was convicted at the age of 15 in juvenile court for racially abusing and bullying his developmentally uh, uh, disabled, pardon me, classmate, Isaiah Miller Carruthers. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Hmm. Um, but before you get into the thoughts here, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman over the weekend made some comments. Do you want to share those with us?
2: Yes. So uh, Gary Bettman is always very... Um, on the fence with these things. And he didn't hold back of being on the fence. He said the Boston Bruins are free to sign him to an entry-level deal. But at this point, he is not permitted to play in the NHL. Until such time, the Bruins provide all information that the NHL will request. And at this point in time, it's basically not the NHL's problem, according to Gary Bettman, you put it a little bit more diplomatically than I just did, because we're talking about the American Hockey League, who although is at the arm's length of the NHL, it's still a separate entity.
1: Right. Okay. so it it feels like a little bit of um, tossing the if not blame, you know, tossing it around to see who has to really take take this into consideration. What are your thoughts on all of it?
2: Uh, It is a case of passing the buck. Exactly. There is no doubt about that. You know, Gary Bettman, albeit he was diplomatic and he said the right things. He's not going to say at this moment in time, one way or another, he's not going to say this guy is not able to ever be in our league, nor is he going to say he he can be in our league. We're not in a position where he's there. He's, only 20 years old, he's now signed to an entry-level deal. That's fine. That's well and good. But Gary Bettman really only wants to deal with the things that are right in front of him, in front of his face. And right now he's looking at it going, yeah, that's over there. This is all well and good. My particular thoughts are the following. Number one, the Boston Bruins players do not support this signing at all. Um, They believe that This is not okay to be bullying a developmentally disabled individual at all in one way, shape, or form. I don't think so either. I've been bullied all through my life. It's just not cool. But at this point, the NHL is not going to stick their neck out one way
0: or the other. I think the NHL has stuck because we see other leagues that a team may have an incident with a player. They move them. The player still plays in the league. We know that bullying of all kinds goes on has no place whether it's a workplace or school place it goes on and somebody committing a bullying act as a as a teenager you hope to heavens that by as a late teenager young adult they've they've learned their lesson they've smartened up can you change what you've done in your past and help you know make make good uh, or or take back what you, whatever you want to say no you can say, sorry, you can leave that person alone, but whatever scars are still there. I, I guess the concern in it that I would say that someone like Bettman has and what I think he's waiting on, as we see from Gary, usually um, all things shall pass when will be the yes. right appropriate time to bury this kid in the minors, move him up, you know, and get him into the NHL, where, again, a different type of bullying goes on, right? So an adult bullying. Uh, it, it It is something that would you be, would, would, a, would a radio broadcaster finding out that you were a jerk at 14, Brock, fail to hire you at 26? And whether we want to say they should or shouldn't, That is the case of the world. The NHL needs to deal with this on a level of, if you're going to make this a big deal in any capacity, the goal is, I want all these young people at 8, 10, 12 years old who are thinking of playing hockey to understand, if you're doing that crap now, pray no one finds out, and stop it.
2: And also, to your point, Kelly, and I just want to go on this, is to say that there are certain professions, that you are held to a different standard. I'm not going to say a higher standard. I don't like using that frame. So what I'm going to say is a different standard. And I think it applies to us in the media. We are held to a different standard. Hockey players, professional athletes are held to a different standard. And this is the case. Is Gary Bettman going to say about this 20-year-old, yay or nay on this? Probably not, because he likes to usually play Switzerland until the very last minute when he has to deal with something. But you cannot be bullying anybody at any point, any way, shape or form. And the NHL is already hard enough as it is, as is professional sports in general. So I'm just not sure that this is the right fit now for him, whether he's uh, sorry for it or, or, or not, which everything points to he's sorry. But you have to learn from it and understand you can't do that at all in any way in life, let alone in a... Place where the spotlight is, shines brighter. So,
0: yep. yeah, as we see with Canada see hockey, everyone has to learn, especially those coming behind.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Um, shall we talk a little bit about what's coming up on the next edition of the Neutral Zone?
2: Yes. So, uh, we are talking to Rhonda Gohari, who is uh, part of the Ontario Blind Sports Association, and she is going to come on and talk about the gala that's coming up. And with that, there is a bit of an announcement that will likely come out of this uh, this interview, which I will be able to tell you more uh, next week on this this particular spot. But it'll be an interesting interview to see uh, what comes out. I am very much looking forward to being a attendee of this evening as it's always fun
0: awesome and i apologize brock sorry uh I, let's pick up the ball here with the uh, major league baseball um with the last conversation piece there my mind just was stuck on disgust i guess of, of this whole bullying stuff uh the world series has wrapped up for another year the houston astros are champions for another year what are your thoughts on this and i have a feeling i know where we may digress a little bit too, but I think it still has to be said, maybe not.
2: What a, um interesting series. I think that the Houston Astros were the better team in this series. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Dusty Baker uh, wins his first World Series as a manager. That's cool for me. I look at this and I say, because we talked about it briefly, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think about the fact that when the Houston Astros cheated, maybe if they won it would you know legitimize it. No, I still don't see that. I look at this and I say, well, you know now as an organization you're good enough not to do that and so but all in all, congratulations to the Houston Astros for winning the World Series. I was hoping for a game seven because the the NFL game last night, was a bit of a garbage game, so I was <laughs> hoping for something a little deeper than that uh, to go on, but nonetheless, the uh, World Series champion has been crowned
0: Rob Thompson. Uh, of Ontario here, Sarnia, Ontario. Really happy to see what he, the celebrity he became in Philadelphia. Tremendous stuff. I, I feel it, for me, legitimizes Houston. I mean, we, I think they were legitimate, quite a while ago, legit, had great legit, great cred as a team over the past couple of years. They took their their kicks when they'd go to different uh, opposing team stadiums and people called them out for as they should have been. I would have preferred Brock and think it could have been put to bed much easier if you had just stripped them. Of that previous, you know, um, World Series. It it just, to me, it would have been cleaner. It's, to me, the right thing to do. And it certainly sends the message, knock off the cheating. Knock off the game playing. There's no place in this game for it. And these are the consequences.
2: And when you don't um, strip an athlete or a team of that, you don't necessarily condone it. But you're not, for lack of a better phrase, you're not de-condoning it either um, and so for me it's um, it's I don't know I just think you're right I think it should have been uh, been been stripped but again we can sit here and say if chips and nuts uh, were what they were we'd all be having a party so yep. Yep. here we are
0: well congratulations to all involved the wonderful performances by both teams you never knew each night what you were going to get as you tuned in Thanks, Brock. Thank you. Brock Richardson hits us with the latest sports updates on Mondays right here on Kelly and Company. As mentioned, check him and the rest of the gang out on The Neutral Zone Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio, also available as a podcast and on YouTube. In two minutes, when we return joining us to chat about the second season of AMI TV's fashion disc and to let us know how you might be able to be cast in that season is host of the show arda shepherd in a moment